I guess it won't be a shooter. Okay, so when it says Vema, uh, top of Memtes, Vema, Hecha de Hajjal Veinasa, Hajjal Melsa, Kamaisa, maybe. So if she goes to, the father gives her off to the Rishus, to the Slichim of the Baal, right? So he says she's not considered anymore Namrasa, that if she would be Mazana, she would get Skila, rather she would get Chanik. So I was asking maybe if she goes back, she runs back to her father's house. Because she's not married yet. She's not, she didn't go to Chuppi yet. So if she runs back to her father's house, do we consider that now she's in Rishos Av? And if she would be Mizan, she would get Skila. That's the most question. Amarava, Ahu, Kfar, Paska, Tandre, Rishmol. We're already passing this. Tandre, Rishmol. The Pazik says, V'nedra, Amana, V'gushu, Kalashar, Asra, Al-Navsha, Yakum, Aleo. Amana and Agrusha, her if she makes a nether, so it'll be it'll be kaim, right? And basically, there's no one to be able, no one to be made for her nether. So Mar says, "Matam lo v'sa kamentija." So Alai, mutzas mechal av, mutzas mechal aval. She's out of the father's rishus because she got married, and she's out of the baal's rishus because she got she became a widow or divorced. So obviously, there's no one to be made for, her, and therefore, her. Her nether is is, is mekayim. Ella, arei shemasarav l'shulche ba'al. Must be is talking about a case like our Mishnah. The father gave her over to the shlichim of the ba'al. Oi shemasar l'shulche l'shulche ba'al. And then what happened? It's armala b'derech. On the way, she finds out that the husband she's about to meet dies, and it's garsha or the guy sends a get right. How do I what do I call her? Is she in the in the shus of the father and the shus of the Baal? She's nothing. Right? She's in the middle. It's coming to teach us a special din, right? That must be She left her father's shus for one second. And she was on her way to the the Baal. Shuv in Yachal Hafer, the father is not able to be made for her nether anymore. And it's considered she's out of the shush of the father. So that's coming to answer our question that even if she would go back, once you leave the father's shush, um, it's considered you left. And even if you would go back, it's not considered that you're a shush av. And if she would be Mizada, she would not be a Namarasa. Because to be an Amrasa, to get Skila, you have to be Bershazav. So going back is not considered that you're under your father's Rishus anymore since you left. Sha'achas, you consider that you left. Fine. Amrat Papa, Afananamitani, we also learned this in a Braisa. Abal and Amrasa, Enochayev, Enochayev, Ashte Nara Besula, Burasa, Vihiv Besavia. So Bishlaman Nara, she has to be an Nara. Vilay Bagaris, right? Basula, she has to be a Basula. Vilay Baula. Murasa, she has to be engaged. Vilay Nasua. So when I say Vesavia, this that she has to be in her, her father's house. What's it coming to exclude? It's coming to exclude our case that if the father would give her over to the Sulchia Baal, 
then she would be potter. So that's the same thing that we, we just said. Dafka Besavia in the father's house, but not in this middle stage that her father gave her over to the Sufi Abal. In that case, um, she would be potter from Skila, she would get Khanik. Fine. Another Baisa to prove us the same din. The proof that's the same din Abal H is ish. Kiv she went into the the, the, the husband's rishos, right, to get married. Even though didn't be with the husband yet, If she was mezana, she would get chenik, right. So what's the case? We can be back from here because the, this brisa used the lashon of rishos habal, even though they didn't, there was no chapa. Even though they didn't actually get married, just nichnas al shusabal, shmami know that even in the, that in this case, since she was just nichnas al shusabal, um, and they didn't actually do chapa, right? Like the cases that we've been talking about, um, it's considered that she's under her husband's shus, not the father's shus anymore, and she would be not considered in amaras anymore. And like we said, she would only get chenik and not skila shmami know that in all these, that in this case. It's not considered an Amrasa. Okay. Good. Zak the Mishnah. Okay, now we're going to talk about uh, Ksuba. Um, specifically, um, after the father dies, where does the Mazayinists go? Who who has to be fed? And all that. Let's see. Ha'av. Eino chayv Mazayinists bitay. Father's not um, obligated. He's not chayv to feed his daughter, Mizainus, right when he's alive. Zab Midrash Darish Elizabeth Nazaria. This was the Drasha that Elizabeth Nazaria said of Nechachamim. The Kerabiyavna, when he was in Kerabiyavna, that was on the day that he became Nasi. Um, he darshaned from the Ksuba that a father is not chayv to feed his daughter Mizainus when, when, when he's still alive. So the Gemara says, Habanim, the sons, however, Yarshu, they'll inherit the, the kesef, the, the money from the ksuba, right? Babanim yizayne, we know that the daughters will get fed um, until they become a vagera, until they become older, or, or, or until they um, get married. So the mission says like this, Ma'abanim yarshim, when do the sons get a Yerusha? We know that Yerusha is only la'achar misasav. Ha'pabanais, e'nizaynais, only after the father dies. However, like Elizabeth said, when the father is alive, he's not chayv to feed his daughters. We learn we learn that from the bottom, just like the bottom, the sons, the, their Yerusha only comes after Misa. So to the daughters, only get fed after Misa. But as long as, as long as, um, oh, Harold's on. As long as um, um, the father's still alive, he has no chayv to to uh, feed the daughter's mezanis. Okay, fine. Gemara says the mezanis bitay with regard to mezanis of his daughter. Who they no chayv? Have mezanis benoi chayv. That's mashma. Okay, fine. When he's still alive, the Mishnah said he doesn't have a chayv to feed his daughters, right? Okay, but he still has a chiv to feed his sons. Right, we can make a, a dig from the Mishnah. His daughters is no chiv, 
but there is a chiv to feed the sons, right? And also another second diik, Bitanami Chayvuhudaleka. The Mishnah used the lashon of chiv, so we could say, okay, there's no chiv, hamitzvah eka, but there's still a mitzvah, right? Meaning there's some things that I don't have a chiv to do, I don't have a chiv to, uh, you know, wear ten pairs of tzitzis, but it's still I still got a mitzvah. So there's no chiv, there's no obligation, but there's still a mitzvah if you go and you feed your daughter. So Mani Masnisin that well, I have to remember this that because we, we're going to make three sheetahs that our Mishnah it sounds like it's saying sons is a chiv and daughters is a mitzvah so who's our mitzvah Who, who's, our, who's our mitzvah who's our Mishnah Laura Meir Laura Yehuda Laura Yochum and Breika we'll see why where it says like this the time of the again our Mishnah says sons is a chiv you have to and daughters you'll still get a mitzvah it's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. Lozen is a banais. Why? Why is it a kolshikain that that you should feed not only the daughters but for sure the sons? Because the sons is a more of a reason to feed the sons. That's because they learn Torah. Divrei right? So Rameir learns it's a mitzvah to feed both. That's not like our mishnah. Why not? Because our Mishnah said, with regard to sons, it's not just a mitzvah, it's a chiyad. Right? So it can't be a remer. Because again, again Ramer says a mitzvah to feed sons and daughters. But our Mishnah says, daughters is a mitzvah, but sons is, is, the, is the first level, it's a chiyad. Okay, Yudah the same shita, that it's a mitzvah to feed both, just a mitzvah, but just the other way. Mitzvah is a banim. It's a mitzvah to feed the sons. Kavachemer, for sure, Labanis. For sure, it's a mitzvah to feed the daughters. Because it's embarrassing for them to go collect as opposed to the sons. But however, you see both of them, Ramir and Yehuda hold that the sons and the daughters are just on a mitzvah level. Right? No one's on a chiv level. But our mishnah seems to say that the daughter's on a mitzvah level, but the son is on the, on the number one level, on the chiv level. Okay, what about the last sheet? Only after the father dies. When the father is alive, you don't have to feed anybody. So it's for sure not like, not like when, when, um, because when the father is alive, there's no chiv to feed anybody. And our mission again said, the sons is a chiv, the daughters are a mitzvah. So if it's a mayor, mitzvah. And Irav Yehuda Ha'amr Banim Nami Mitzvah. They both said that the sons, it's just a mitzvah and it's not a chiv. Again, our Mishnah said that sons are the number one level of chiv. But if Yehuda Ramirez said, no, both the son and the daughter are just mitzvah level. Irav Yehuda Ramirez said, it's a namilaka. It's not even a mitzvah, it's nothing. So who's our Mishnah? Where it says, you could say it's all the shitas, and we can change our diukim from the Mishnah. We made the wrong diuk, right? We made the wrong diukim, and therefore we could understand our Mishnah differently. It could be a Rameir. Rameir said that no one's on a Chiv level, right? The sons and the daughter are both on the Mitzvah level, and the son has a bigger Mitzvah. Because he learns Tyre, right? Right? 
right? We can understand that our Mishnah is saying like this, that the father is not Chayiv to feed his daughter, not Chayiv, and who are then? The son. But there's still a Mitzvah for the daughter, and Kabar Chayiv for the Banim, because again, the bottom of the right? And therefore, we're understanding our Mishnah that we're just changing it. There's no Chayiv. There's a Mitzvah to feed the daughter, and call Shekin the son, because the son learns Torah. And we just chose Bitai. How Kamashman is coming to teach us. You might think for the daughter, it's not even a mitzvah. They don't learn Torah. Kamashman the daughter, that there's still a mitzvah. But however, we see, we're changing the Deek in the Mishnah, that in the Mishnah, there is only mitzvah level. There's no Chiv, the son or the daughter. The son might be, might be a bigger mitzvah because he learns. But however, just like Ramir Shita, the Mishnah is, is, is saying that you're right, there's no Chiv to feed a son or a daughter. Not like we said before. Rather, everybody's on a mitzvah level, just a mitzvah of Alma. So that is the same sheet as Ramir. We're, we're going to say same, the same thing like Rabbi Yehuda. Everybody say Rabbi Yehuda, Bachikamar. Havenu Chayev, Bimzai's Bitai. There's no chiv at all, right? But ha-mitzvah b'bnai ikka. There's a mitzvah for the son and kavachayim for the daughters. Why is it? Why is it kavachayim for the daughters? Because like Yehudishita that they can't be fed themselves. It's a, it's a bizarre for them to go knock on doors, right? But still, we're changing the idea from the Mishnah, and everyone's on the mitzvah level, just like the shita of Yehuda. This that we said, bitay and not benai. If they're both on the same level, just a mitzvah. So why would you choose bitay? Because you might think it's a chiv, right? Because they can't go knock on doors according to Rav Yehuda. It's a Kamash Malan is just a mitzvah. But however, we see in Rav Yehuda that everybody's on a mitzvah level in a mishnah. So too, that's his shita, and it could also go like Rav Yehuda. Not only is no chiv, right? It's not even a mitzvah to do to feed the son or the daughter. Um, so the Gemara says like this: There's no chiv to feed the daughter. Also, there's no chiv to feed the son. like his shita, I feel There's not even a mitzvah. So then why did the Mishnah say there's no chiv? Saying there's no chiv, it sounds like, okay, there's no chiv, but there's still a mitzvah. But according to him, there's no chiv and there's no mitzvah. No, we just chose the lashon of chiv. I turned the banah is like a mitzvah in a chayvah. By the son, by the first part of the Mishnah, right? We chose the lashon of chiv. So too, by this part of the Mishnah of banah, we chose the lashon of chiv. But in Khanami, there's no chiv, there's no mitzvah. And that's his shita that you're completely putter from the Zionists for the son and for the daughter. Therefore, it could be according to both shitas. Um, Rameir, that it's just a mitzvah. Yehuda is just a mitzvah. And Yechanan, that it's not even a mitzvah. So it, it sounds like our mission is just vague, right? We, we just we made the wrong diak. But we can change the, the way that we um, made the diak in our mission. If I was clear. They made another, they made another Takana in Usha. 
Um, that a, um, even though there's no right, like we're saying now, we're going back and forth, forth. But there's no chiyav for the father to feed the, his kids, his, his sons and his daughters. However, there are masakin um, that when they're kitanim, the father should feed them. Is that the Allah or is that not the Allah? Tashma. If we also give me the Yehuda, we came before Rabbi Yehuda. We're going to bring stories now that these um, Amaraim they didn't force the people to feed their sons and their daughters. Mashma, there's no chiv. They just they they made uh, you know slight remarks or recommendations to feed them. So must be there's no chiv. What did they say? What did Rabbi Yehuda say? There was somebody, a father who wasn't feeding his kids. Remember, he said. This type of animal is feeding his kids. But Masa what are you doing? You're throwing the responsibility on the people of the city. In other words, he couldn't force them. It sounds like there's no khiv, but he just he told him, he said, You should be feeding your kids. Another story, you should put this uh um, like upside down, you should stand on it. You should make a public announcement. The orva, the raven, wants to feed his kids, but this guy doesn't. In other words, again, he couldn't force him, right? But he just, you know, he 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 said a like a quick remark in order to try to convince him to feed his kids. So again, we see there's no chiyav. Umar just stops and, and asks a question on that story. Over by Bane, a raven wants to feed his kids. So it says, We say that um, the, the raven calls out for food, right? In other words, he's not getting fed by his parents. Like Kasha, when they're white, when they're young, the, father, the parents hate them. They don't want to feed them when they get older. Who call me when they're black, they, they, do, they do get fed. But okay, so we see that there are some ravens that do, some ravens that don't. But um, we see from that story again, you can't force, you can't force, but it's uh, I guess it's, it's recommended. You want your, your kids to be fed from staka, right? Another way to try to convince the person to feed his kids, fine. Now, if the person is not wealthy, if he's wealthy, he has to give a lot of staka, anyways. We force him to feed his kids because you're giving tzedakah. Might as well give it to your kids. He had the rabbi kafeler of Nasu Barami. He forced from Nasu Barami. He ended up giving four hundred just tzedakah. So it's crazy that you don't have a chiv. It's over the age of six or seven, right? But but um, but you don't have a chiv if you feed your eight year old. It's it's uh, tzedakah. You're giving him tzedakah. Uh, it's interesting. Amr Oh, I liked your picture on the Zoom. You look good. Amr Rabbi Loya, Amr Reish Lagish. Kiran, I'm testing my base. You know when the run's coming back? Is it Thursday? Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, after Shabbos? He's getting up.
Thursday, Thursday morning. I just want to know with regard to the job. Oh, you spoke to him? You got through? Today? Uh, yesterday? I'll ask him. Okay, I'm really, I'm really sluggish. Um, it's like, uh, I don't know, 10 lines down or something. 12. Armor, Rabbi Loy, Armor Shlagish. But Usha is getting a Masakin in Usha, another Takana. A Kaisiv called Nechas Levanov. Let's say the guy's still alive, right? And all of a sudden, one day he wakes up, he writes, All of my Nechasim, everything should go to my kids, right? So we say, Okay, so now these kids, Sadi Yerusha, they're not inherit, inheriting this piece of land, all the, all the property from the from this father, they're like we're gonna we're gonna see in a second. They're like lekuchim. They're like purchasers, right? So now, still we're gonna say who right? The father and the wife can still get fed from these nechasim. What are they gonna eat? Even though a guy says, "All my money, all my property, everything in my house, everything goes to my kids." So we're gonna say, "Okay, fine." It's considered my kids just bought everything from me. They're a hal- they didn't give any. They didn't give me any money, but they're halachic lekuchim. So now we're going to say, okay, the father and the wife can't eat any food from. Uh, they can't eat anything. No, still who They still can get fed from this property, right? Even though um, the Gemara is about to say, just to explain it outside. Um, if, let's say you have a scenario where. Um, a father dies. He leaves over a daughter. He leaves over a daughter. So only the daughters. Now the daughter, the daughter inherits all that property, right? And the thing is, the daughter is married. So the luck is, her husband is considered a lakeach. He didn't give any money, right? But he bought all that property from his wife. In that the wife still owns it because she, she inherited it. But we know that while you're married, while the daughter's married, you're in their sister of your husband. And it's considered that he bought all this stuff from his wife, right? What's enough community? He can eat all the fruits. You know, if there's rent money, it goes to him. But she owns she owns the apartment, she owns the, the carca. Just he eats all the fruits. So now let's say this father had an almana. The mother's still alive. Right, she can go to that lokeach, which is her son-in-law, and and um, he has to feed her this amana from that property, right? Because she's amana, she's the late father-in-law's, her husband's um, wife. What she can eat. So even though usually we say, if you're amana, you can't go to a random lokeach. You know, your husband sold something to to somebody, right? So there's a little keach out there that owes a property. She says, okay, I don't have any food. Where am I going to be? Where am I going to eat my stuff from? My husband died. So let me go to the lokeach, somebody that my father, uh, my husband sold the property to, right? But then no one's going to ever, no one's going to ever buy anything from anybody. Why not? Because they're going to say, the meicher, my meicher that I just bought stuff from, he's going to die. What's going to happen? His almana is going to come and collect my field from me. So I'm not going to buy it. No one's going to buy anything from anybody. So it was the Tikkun Oilam, the Rabbanam in Atakana, that whenever 
there's a you're a lokeach, you buy something, the Amana can't come and collect that field from you, right? Because no, no, like we said, no one's gonna buy anything from anybody. However, well, but if you're not a real lokeach, you didn't give any money, you're just a halach lokeach, then we say you have to feed the Amana, right? Make sense? No, let's say there's no son. If there's sons, then the Allah goes to the son, doesn't go to the daughter, right? We're talking about there's, let's say there's one daughter, one daughter with a husband. So, yeah, if there's sons, so I didn't really get into it, but I think if there's. Husband, you get to and he's a little chaos. And he's responsible for feeding Usually, a little would say, I'm not giving that mana. Every single time I buy something, the mic is going to die and his almana is going to come. But over here, if you didn't give any money, you're not a real okay. You just love okay. So in our case, also, these sons, the father wakes up and he says, "I'm giving." He's still they're still alive. The father, the father and wife are still alive. I'm giving everything to my sons. The kids are here. Luckily, they were looking at the Even though they even though they are they are a lokeach, they still have to feed their father and the father's wife. Fine, because they can't say, "Oh, I'm a purchaser. I'm a lokeach." So that's it. I ain't feeding anybody because just in case the Michael died, right? That whole thing that we said. So Gemara says, um, even though they are considered lekuchim, they still have to feed his wife and, and the father and his wife. So Gemara says, says we have a bigger Kiddush. Amanasai, his widow, Nizaynes Mikhasav. Gets fed from the father's daughter's husband. The case that we just said, the, that husband's nechasim, even though he's a lokeach, still he has to feed his mother-in-law, right? And he can't say, "Oh, I'm a lokeach. I'm not feeding my mother-in-law any, any anything." So Gemara says, "So who be So in our case, when the sons. And not even inherit the father, they're still alive. They for sure have to, even though they're the kuchim, right? Where it says, what, what are we talking about? This, we, we just spoke it out already, just to get, get it clear. The Shalak Rabin, Bigarta, Rabin sent a letter, uh, I guess from Israel, that the case is like this Misha Mace, it's funny, we always have Misha Asa Rabin, Rabin, Ravdimi, all these people that come from Israel to Bubble. Here, I guess he couldn't make the trip, so he sent a letter. But okay, Mishmes Vaniach guy dies. Vaniach Amana Ubas. So it's just the case that we just spoke out. He leaves over. What was it? Sorry, a um, right. He leaves over his wife. She's an Amana Ubas, and also a daughter. We said, even though okay, you have this daughter, and she got married. Still, the husband is the lokeach. She still has to feed the the widow from this nechasim. Okay, Nisa Nisa sorry, Nisa Sabas, the basket, the, the, the daughter gets married. Still, the Amana, the widow, gets fed from the Nechasim. Mesa Habas, and even if the daughter also um, dies, then what happens? I had this story of Armor, they said, so. So if we have that case, right? Who be me by for sure in our case, when the parents are still alive, also 
the kids, even though they, they took everything, because the father said, I'm writing everything off to my kids, they still have to feed him and his wife. If the, the case of the husband, he has to for certain our case. He says, no, the cases are different, and we have to tell us, this, that the Kanavusha has to tell us that in this case, Huve Ishtai gets fed. Why? Why are the cases different? Because in one case, the father's dead, in one case, he's still alive. Mao, the same Mahasam who, the lack of the Tarach, the father's dead. Who's going to be Tarach? Who's going who's gonna to make money for this Amana? So obviously, she can go to her son in law's son in law's property. The husband is still alive. You can tell him, too bad. You wrote everything off to your kids. Go and uh, get a new job. Go start working. Make some money for your son and for your wife. Even in this case, no, you can go and you can still get fed from your kids, um, even though you wrote everything off to your kids. Is that the luck or not? And I guess the Tashma will save for tomorrow. Right. So you're not here tomorrow. Right, tomorrow. What about Friday? Okay, so we'll see. I don't know if there's anybody going to come. Harold, are you going to be here? You usually come at night. You'll be here tomorrow?